well. Dylan, Dylan, well, Dylan, 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 Dylan. Question for you. <laughs> a little off, a little side topic for a second. Shoot. If you uh, had to start your collection over again, like your house burns down, you lose everything. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> But you yeah. get a divorce, she takes everything. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I don't know which one's worse. Part of the burning down part, even though I don't want to divorce my wife, but man. All right, you start detrimental. Let's back on. Let me get this train back on track here. <laughs> you start your collection over again. You get a hundred and fifty dollars. What are the first bottles you buy? With just one fifty. With just one fifty. Yeah. Because I remember when I started out, it was like, well, I didn't have, I, you know, I wasn't going to drop a ton of money on this. I was just going to yeah. set a small set amount. See, uh, man, years ago, it would have been easy to name off bottles because you could have did so much with 150. Yeah. Now, now the new $20 whiskey now is 40 <laughs> And the $40 whiskeys now are 60 and, uh-huh. you know. Well, first off, let's start with the... Well, you know what? To keep it... To keep... To go along those lines of that, why don't we just go by prices of, like, 20, 2020? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead yeah. of, like, right now, because right now it's kind of strange. Mm-hmm. Well, still be tough, but I, I, I can narrow <clears throat> it down. Uh, first, you need a daily s- sipper. Mm, that's somewhat low budget. What would I pick? There's so many of them out there. Um, because you need a mixer too, and something they could drink on the daily. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will put Old Granddad Bottle and Bond for one bottle. So that, what is that? Eighteen to twenty bucks. Usually, maybe a little over 20 now. For your mixer? Yeah, and then you could sip it neat. or, And if you uh daily drinker, uh, I will go with uh, Elijah Craig. Or Buffalo Trees, if you can find it. Hey. Sorry. How's it going? It's good. I just brought you guys a snack. Oh, doggy. Let's get a record light. You need one. Some okay. And the dog's here. <laughs> okay. And, um, Anything else? No. Take this go, dog. Go, 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 go. Go. Bye. I think we can edit that out. Uh, so Elijah Craig in Buffalo Trace, if you can find it. <clears throat> so you're going to get Old Granddad, Elijah Craig. Yeah, Old Granddad as a mixer. If you want an everyday sipper, Elijah Craig. The 94 proof one? Yeah, or Buffalo Trace. Or, slash Buffalo Trace okay. if you can find it. Sure. Um, then you need something, I would say, like good occasion, right? What is that like? That's probably like 50 bucks almost. Maybe 45? Yeah, close to it. Okay. And then you need something that's higher proof than the Elijah Craig. And now we'll go for the... If you could find barrel proof, Elijah Craig barrel proof. But if you want something off-brand, 
well, not off-brand, but a different distillery. Because we already have Jim Beam and Heaven Hill. So, I'll go with the Knob Creek 9-year 120. It's your high-proof whiskey. Uh-huh. Uh, That's, uh gets you about 80 bucks. Yeah, so we're 80 close to 85 bucks, somewhere in there. Yeah, something like that. Um, so I'm at three. I need two more that would probably could put me at that 150 mark. Man, there's a lot of them. Especially when you think about the price. And what's <laughs> available on the shelf. Uh-huh. Uh oh, I'll I will get a uh a rendezvous rye from High West because you need a rye in here. And that's sixty bucks. Close to seventy now that I see it. So where am I now? I think you're about a hundred and thirty five, hundred and forty. Okay. So I, I think that would be my those four? My list. All right, that's a pretty good list. I think I'd put. I think I'd put Knob Creek Nine on mine too. Yeah, because you need a. Because for a bourbon, yeah, and for the money, that's about as good as it gets. Yeah, I could have if. I don't know. So how how much money do I still have left? Let's say you got fifteen bucks left. Man, trying to think of a. Irish whiskey or a world whiskey. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be exactly 150, just that range. Yeah, well, and then you need something world whiskey type. Mm-hmm. Man, I'd probably go with the Arbeg 10. Arbeg 10 would put you way over, but... Yeah, but... <laughs> I mean, okay. how much is that now? Yeah, I'm thinking you're probably in the 175 range. Yeah, so I went $25 over. Yeah, okay. All right. <clears throat> pretty good list that's a that's a good collection because you got something for everybody there mm-hmm. and you can like you can make cocktails you can sip on something good uh it's a good one then dive into the scotch world a little bit i would the peat i would go for a good bourbon knob creek nine why not that's great you can do so much with that that's just great by itself. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so there's 40 bucks, right? Something like that. 45 bucks a bottle? Yeah, I think so. 120. Correct us uh, if we're wrong listeners. But I well, think, yeah, I'm thinking. You know, we're of, just raging this out at this point. I would have to get a good peated and good all around or unpeated scotch. Okay. Uh, that would be my two, three bottles. I'd just get three bottles, and those would be the three. I'd have to get... I almost think I'd want to put my money into the unpeated one more than the peated one. Because there's so many great $40 bottles of peated scotch out there. There's a ton of them, too. Yeah. So maybe, like, I don't know, Laphroaig? 10? Yeah, Laphroaig. It'd be just That's a, a good great, one. or bag 10, but I haven't had Laphroaig in a while. I'm kind of craving that more than Ardbeg right now. So I'd go for a bottle of that, and then I'd, what's that? Uh, I'm at about $80, $85. And then, 
Got about 65 bucks left. Let's get a good Belvini. I'd get a Belvini. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, 12 single barrel. Yeah. It's a little over. But. If that's sissy bucks anymore, who knows? Yeah, it? no, it's, it's, it's probably about 80. 80 dollars. I'd I'd get something along those lines, an unpeated mm. classic Scotch. Yeah. Start and go from there, because man, that's that's how I do it. One that you <clears> haven't <throat> had yet is uh, what do you call it? Uh, but a Hobbin, or I've had it. Yeah, they got a twelve year peat that's like. I don't know. It's, fifty bucks. Yeah. Say. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, yeah, yeah. Right now, one fifty is tough. It's not heavily peated, though. Is the thing. Yeah. It's like if I want a peated scotch, I want it to be like. Oh yeah, Lefroy, monster like, peat. You know, like monster peat. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's tough nowadays for that for one fifty, but it is doable. You just got to choose wisely. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. Get five bottles. You can just get three or yeah, whatever. <clears throat> yeah, but you know you gotta start somewhere, right? Yeah. I remember when I first started out with Scotch, I bought a bottle of uh, Bowmore Bowmore Twelve year. Yeah, I remember that. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was back poof, long time years ago. ago when we used to send pictures to each other every Friday. It was like the start of a podcast. Like, oh, look what I got. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. Haven't bought a like, bottle more since. I was like, man, I can't keep up with Dylan, man. <clears throat> it really started with that book Char got me. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. That yeah. whiskey book. And I was like, leafing through that. I'm like, I couldn't believe all the different scotches out there. I'm mm-hmm. like, I gotta try these. Yeah, there's a ton out there, man. Well, and now here we are. Here we are doing this All podcast. Right. So you have the low end. I got the low end. Grangestone. Oh, is that the? Uh, is that Total Wines product or? Okay. I, I see a lot All of right. it. I did a little Total. research on this, and of course, I can't remember the name of the company. There's a company Obviously that produces sourced. this. It's sourced. There's no. Yeah, it's sourced. It's an independent bottler out of England not Scotland, that produces Grangestone and the versions of it Mm -hmm. with no uh, disclosure of where it's from. So we don't really know. The only clue is it says Highland on here. On the bottle. But it's in England. Yeah, it's in England. There's a company, it's an independent bottler out of England. So from that, they they must... Source it to England. I'm assuming. No, they get it from. It's sing, well. It says right on the label here: Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. Okay. So it's from Highland area in Scotland, but which distillery? Who knows? Mm-hmm. They're just buying it like an independent bottler does, and slapping a label on their own that whatever they're bottling there. Yeah, yeah. So cool. I got two. I got two kinds because I'm like you know this. These are the un. Age statement ones. Okay. Uh, with different finishes. So one's finished in a sherry cask, and the other's finished in a bourbon cask. Okay. And I don't know if any of these are peated. I've never had Grangestone. So the as for you listeners, this is these are minis, and I've never bought in a bottle. 
So I thought, you know, it's cheap. If you're going to buy a bottle of this stuff at Total Wine, it's like, yeah, it ranges, that. but it, there's, there's nothing really over $30 yeah. or $35. They, they do have some high-end ones that I've seen, but... Of Greenstone? Yeah, huh. but I don't know anything about them. Yeah. So, figured out. Let's start with the... Uh, sherry, right? Sherry one. Sherry finished. Why not? So, it seems like Total Wine just loves... They love to have this one hand, it seems like. Because <laughs> it seems like they have like a full, like... Uh, what do you call it? Not an end cap. I guess you could call it like a... Yeah. Like a little section devour to... Mm-hmm. Them. That and the other brand, Sheldag. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, another one. I think that, I don't, I don't know if that's correct, but it's something like that. <clears throat> Has quite the nose on here. What's the uh, ABV on this? 40%. Oh, nice little whopping 80. Yeah. Proofer. Slightly sweet and biscuity. Yeah. A lot of biscuit. Malt heavy for sure. Hmm. Yeah, not a bad nose. No, actually not too bad. Mm -mm. I could get down with that. You know, I've never seen Grangestone sold anywhere else. Ever. Never seen <laughs> never. it. So. Not like a, like, go to the local liquor stores around here. Never. But right. when you go into a Total Wine, it's going to be there. <laughs> it is going to be there. So they must have some type of deal with them. Yeah. There is a... Almost like a wet wood note. Yeah, like a... Like if you wet down a bunch of wood... Or dirt. Like a, <laughs> yeah. it starts raining, uh -huh. like a fresh rain, and then you. Huh. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Man, are you getting pine? So we yeah. had our first sip, and Dylan agrees with me. It's like pine. Pine. I don't smell pine from the nose. Maybe I'm picking up a little bit of it now after the taste. But that's all I can... Not all I can taste. Of course, you know, you get like that Whopper chocolate maltness from the malt. And then pine. That's what I'm getting on the finish. There's a strange mixture of youthful spirit, fiery spirit. Yeah, I can feel it on my tongue. It's like in pretty intense, but yeah. then it's watered down. Yeah. Because it's 40%. It's like you, you taste it and you're like, hmm, okay, there's flavor. The flavor escapes you quickly, and then you get that finish with the pine and stuff, and then your tongue is like, like you just had some pop rocks or something. 
I can't I can't pick this out as any distillery I've had anything from. Yeah, this is your wheelhouse. I, I wouldn't know either. So far, it's um, it's unique in that yeah. I've never had anything quite like this. You know what it kind of reminds me of? The smell, the sweetness has gone away, though. No. Yeah, it's not as I don't really smell sweet. This. What does it remind you of? Uh, that Yumiki that we reviewed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The pine. Mm-hmm. The subtle pine. Yeah, it does. Now, are you picking up any I, sherry? I, I, I'm picking up that dirt you're talking about. Yeah, like dirt. soil. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. You, you pick up any sherry? I mean, I, I could pick it up from the nose as sweetness, but the... Yeah, maybe at the, at the beginning there I did, but not really now. So, finished in sherry for a week... Yeah. <laughs> like man I'm not really getting too much from that huh wow alright what does a bottle of this cost what does a bottle of this cost let's see Grainstone Grainstone out of England Curbside. Twelve year is thirty-seven ninety-nine. Oh well, this has to be cheaper then. Bourbon. So a bottle of this, the bourbon cask finish is thirty-two ninety-nine. Hmm. So I'm guessing this one's yeah, thirty-two ninety-nine. Not bad. Not bad. No. But I'm I'm thinking about what we just talked about. Some of the forty-dollar ones that you could yeah get with more character yeah. If this was higher percentage, if it was like thirty six percent, at that price, yeah, it, not it a has bad to, deal. But this, the water downness of this, yeah, this uh, diluted. This, it's diluted. This has to be at least to make this better than what it is at eighty proof. I was like, make this a ninety two proof or something. Mm-hmm. I might check out their age stated one though, if I see, like, uh, if they do like an eighteen year. Mm. That might be pretty good. It's okay. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure I discussed this before on here a lot about, man, that's the only thing that I can say negative about these, uh, World whiskeys like the Irish and Japanese and Scotch. It's like uh-huh. sometimes these low entry proofs sometimes just kill me. Like just <laughs> go higher, man. Just uh-huh. go higher. Like eighty, really? Yeah. But there, there are some good eighty proof ones that I have tried, and you're like, wow, that does have a lot of flavor in it. But it, it takes a while. Thankfully, in the Scotch world, most distilleries are on to you know what a proper alcohol abv should be and it's not 40 percent mm-hmm. so most of them out there you know they don't suffer from that problem but think of the people that like scotch mm-hmm. older people you know mm-hmm. they don't want it too hot audiophiles mm-hmm. weirdos 
Yeah. Huh. Man, I think I'm ready for my rating for this one. Oh. Let's see. Can we say anything more about it? Should we rate them as together? Yeah, let's, let's, let's have this second one. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's do the second one. Let's, uh... Yeah, let me see here. Let me get a number this in my This is crazy, head. though. It's like no sharing, no nothing. It. Not really. It's, uh... It comes down to not great cast. <laughs> no. It's like they've been matured in the cast for a week. Yeah. Or maybe a day. Like, these are throwaway casks. Like, at the end of their life, and they're like, what are we going to use this for? No one will buy it. Well, Greenstone will buy them. Yeah, send it a total wine. Hmm. You know what? My opinion on this, I'm not going to give it a number yet, but it's just, it's like a... It's like a just barely an okay enough scotch. Barely. Barely okay it's enough. A, it's a okay with a capital O and a K. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's just how it goes. I can't even think of a, like, you know how I usually try to give it the benefit of a doubt. Oh, think about a... Nice hot summer day, and this yeah. Be, no, I can't even do it with this. It reminds me of what somebody who doesn't know anything about scotch, they'd buy somebody a bottle of that for as a gift. Be like, I got you a bottle of, of scotch, and it's like that. Yeah. You know, it's like okay. Mm-hmm. I'll put that next to my bottle of Lismore down in the basement. <laughs> yeah, that's it's definitely Yeah. Alright. So that was that was the sherried one. This is the bourbon one. <laughs> huh. Okay, I rinsed my glass out. I there, too. I am smelling some real similarities. I'm getting a different nose, actually. I'm getting more fruitiness. I'm still getting that pine you're talking about. Hmm. Like that wet wood pine. Huh, man, I'm barely smelling it. fruit. I'm also getting like some sugary notes. Want to add a drop of water? <laughs> oh, yeah. Let it open up? Yeah, but I, I'm still getting that pine, too, like you're you're getting. Man, I tell you. Um, Sorry, Greenstone. There's clearly some colorant added to this stuff. Well, it's got that yellowish. I mean, if they did it in a ex-bourbon, I mean, they probably picked up some, <sighs> some of that. Maybe. Let's see what it says here. Mm, doesn't say no colorant. Hmm. 
I'll let you taste it. Okay. I already tasted it, and you know what I'm thinking? Did they just create different labels and just put it... Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like the same thing, man. It is. That's crazy. (laughs) Are these even matured in anything? Uh, A little bit different finish, but it's very much the same. You sure? Same you wanna, stuff. You sure you want to get that eighteen? <laughs> yeah. Huh. I think this one has less character than the sherried one by a little bit. Yeah, it's just. I mean, more... these are not horrible. Hmm. No, we, we it's have not horrible. Had... We have had better low end whiskeys. Mm-hmm. This right here is just so boring, man. Like if you want to talk about low end, this is pretty much like scorching the surface of the earth at this point. Because it's like you can't talk about anything. <laughs> the no. label is more exciting than the whiskey. Yeah. Which is sad. The story, but the fact that the, it's a independent bottler from England instead of Scotland. Yeah. That's the most interesting part of this thing. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. Kind of a dry, um, not very... Nothing. Uh, plain Jane. Here. Yeah, plain Jane, for sure. Okay. The one good thing about it is you could, it doesn't even, it seems like 35%. I mean, it seems so watered down. I have a, I struggle to believe that that's 40%, but it's got to be because it's on the label, right? Yeah. It is just. Okay. When we post this picture, I'm going to be offended that even, do they even have a social media? I'm pretty sure they do. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure they do. And I'm going to be like, oh, great. I'm going to actually have to tag them. We got to read the reviews. Man, no one's one's never reviewed us before. (laughs) What people have said about this scotch on Total Wine's website. You know what? It's probably going to be positive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what it is. Oh, man. It's a, oh, the price? <laughs> oh, man. I got a bottle it's of this. It's the best last... thing since sliced bread. <laughs> and it probably has like five reviews. Well. Hmm. Huh. It's young, watery, <laughs> and uninteresting. <clears throat> young, watery, and uninteresting. <laughs> oh, man. 
That's a bad description for anything. <laughs> I never want to be that. <laughs> we can't Maybe put that young. on the bottle. Oh, Maybe okay, young. okay. Uh, what, what, what do they have on here? Um, distilled, <laughs> matured, and bottled in Scotland. Oh, man. Matured and specifically white oak casks and finished in premium sherry casks. Those are not matured in anything. Maybe in water? Like, come on. You don't get any sherry. You don't get anything no. bourbon-related from the ex-bourbon cask. It is just blah. I I do pick up on that both in both of these, like that umiki. Yeah. That mm-hmm. nose that umiki had. Man. Hmm. Well... What do you think? What's your number? <laughs> 72. 70. 70? Mm. Yeah. 70. It's just... I gave him the two points just to be nice, but I'm like, that's 72 for me. <laughs> really didn't want to give him 72. You know me, I didn't want to give a another 65 on this podcast, but... I was like, I'm not going to give him... It, it wasn't like... 60 should be like, you can't drink. Right, see... I, that was drinkable, so... I right. wanted to. My heart right. was saying 66. <laughs> but I'm like, no. See, 72. the thing is, with the, when you're in the 60s, that it's it's so bad. Yeah, you gotta pour that on the drink. Right, like, it's, pee, it's just like... Pee nutty. I think I even gave that a 50. I can't even remember. That was, that was the worst whiskey we ever had. <laughs> Peanutty. That was awful. Uh, yeah, that shouldn't have even have been able to legally call it. It's whiskey. like someone got moonshine and they put brown food coloring in there. And then they're like, oh, I didn't know that they made peanut granulated sugar and just poured it in there. Uh, it was made in a coffee shop with those little squirters. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, it was like the squirt of this. You make a Starbucks. Squirt of that. Okay. Yeah, put in your coffee. Shake it up. Yeah, put in your coffee. You might be good to go. <clears throat> Straight up. Heck no. Mm-mm. All right. That's that's the low end. There's your Grangestone. <laughs> if you're ever curious, you see it all the time at Total Wine. That's it. It's a solid 71. They were waiting for this. They couldn't wait for us to <laughs> review <laughs> Grangestone. So long, Jack Daniels, try, Corey Hill. I gotta try. Here. Well, we said we we're gonna try it all. Yeah, we so gotta, gotta try, try it all. I tried this, and I gotta try that Sheldag or whatever it's called. That mm. other brand that they carry. Yeah, you that gotta they try it all, only man. carry. Now people know about Greenstone, mm-hmm. but that's just me and Dill's opinion. So everyone else's might be different. If there's for the same amount of money. You step to the right a couple of steps, grab a bottle of Old Pulteney. Yeah. Done. Just as good. See, that's why I don't understand why they do stuff like this. This Well, it's not off-brand because it's actually a brand. But if you go to Total Wine and you see this, I know you got it because we review things. We have a podcast, but... If you're looking for something else in that range, you're going to stick to a better option that's, what, maybe 
the same price or maybe five or dollars or, or something. Uh, or King Street. Yeah, it's uh, like it's that, a no brainer. That that blend. <laughs> That's why all yeah. that stuff sits on the shelf. <clears throat> yep. That's why it strikes me to see who actually buys it. I mean, they have to be selling it. I'm 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 assuming because they always have it, but it's seems like it's never empty though when you go in there. <clears throat> yeah, it's funny how certain there's a certain market for scotch. Yeah, like Monkey Shoulder is in that that market where people I, I will, will buy it. From, yeah, I would based definitely based on pick that up. like the color and the name and the price. You know. Yeah, I. I think I read somewhere that these people uh, are affiliated with the same people that produce Monkey Shoulder. Oh. But I, you know, that's you read a lot of stuff on the internet, you know. People have opinions, whatever. Man, I don't know the last time I've seen Monkey Shoulder, actually. <clears throat> it's been a while. All right, I gotta rinse my glass out. Get rid of that. Yeah, let's take actually, a break. I don't think I need to rinse my glass out because anything yeah. we put in there is gonna <laughs> gonna overpower it. You want to take a break? Yeah, let's pause okay. for break. All right, sure. Pausing for halftime. Yeah, our sponsor sponsored break. This episode is brought to you by Grange Stone. Grange Stone single malt is born in the Highlands from the purest malted barley and hand selected casks by our malt master. The water used in the mash is from a secret pool. The result is a smooth and balanced scotch unseen at this price point. Just listen to what some of the over 600 online customer reviews have to say. Ebony Ninja says, great taste, smooth and refreshing. Quality beyond its price. Mibu says, I like the way this tastes. Jerry 613 says, smoky, smooth must sip it ice cold. I keep mine in the freezer. End quote. Grange Stone Man, it's a top-selling and the most gifted scotch in North America for a reason, man. Buy it in bulk. This advertisement is not affiliated with William Grant and Sons or their brands in any way. And we were back. Yeah. That commercial is brought to you by <laughs> Crankerstone. <laughs> Grange Stone. Or Grange, yeah, Grange. See, I can't even see the name right. That's how important it was to me. <laughs> Oh, well. Thank you for providing us with those samples, Grangestone. <laughs> we appreciate that. No, they didn't. Oh, well. Well, I have the high end, and um, I was going to do a deep dive. Because uh, the high end that I picked, um, it's not unusual. Um, but, I, well, I'll tell you the story. Uh, are you familiar with uh, Nancy Freely at all? Rings a bell. Mm-hmm. She's, She's like, a... Yeah, master taster, master blender. Blender, <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> the reason why this piqued the interest into me, because she, she's a part of the whole Joseph Magnus, you know. Uh, they, they make it in Michigan now. They're sourced from MGP, but she does the blending and the tasting. Right, thing. right. You were telling me, I think in a previous podcast about her. Yeah. And she also does things here for Jay Henry. Me and Emily went there a couple of weeks ago, and I, that's another episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
Yeah, I didn't know that she worked for so many companies. Uh, we have Wyoming Whiskey, J. Henry, which is here. Iron Root, that's out of Texas. Um, St. Augustine Distillery, Virginia Distillery, which was where I grew up. Uh, still Austin is a Texas um, distillery and many more, it says. And it, and it seems like she does stuff out of Haiti. Belize, Canada, and also Mexico. Huh. And um, wow. I don't know if you are familiar, familiar with this Comet single malt whiskey. I don't know what that is, but no. apparently during the COVID year. How's it spelled? Uh, K-A-M-E-T. I think it's like a, from India. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so apparently she does things for them <clears throat> as well. So... She's pretty much a legend. So after that <laughs> long introduction, um, my high end for today is going to be um, Joseph Magnus' little brother, a Murray Hill Club. Ah, don't you love that bottle? Yeah, pretty slick. <clears throat> so, well, I set the bottle here. Yeah. Murray Hill Club, okay, never heard of it. Yeah, so you have the Joseph Magnus, which is the distillery, but they have their own. They have their own um, label as well, Joseph Magnus, and then you got the Murray Murray Hill Club, and then they got some other editions of the Murray Hill Club, like special releases and all that stuff. Hardly get your hands on it, Um, and then you have the Joseph Magnus Cigar Blend, which. It's hard to get as well. And this is hard to get as well, too. But fortunately, I was able to find one. You don't see them every day. So they get their get the spirit from uh, MGP? Yep. So uh, Murray Hill Club is a blend of 11 and 18-year-old bourbons with a 9-year... Old light whiskey. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Eleven and what? Uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Huh? Okay. Um, <clears throat> and I believe this one is sourced from MGP, even though it says that it's undisclosed, because that's what it has been in the past. Um, they're actually buying it at at as as aged, right? They're not aging it themselves. <laughs> See, that's a question that I do not know how to answer. Because <laughs> I don't think this sure. company was around 18 years ago. No, they're yeah, they're probably they're already new, getting right? some of their stuff, and 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 if it's blended, but yeah. So yeah, they were established in 2015. Okay, yeah, so more than likely, yeah, 51.5 percent. ABV says bottle number 2744 and batch number 25. Yeah, and the reviews that you're hearing, it's like, man, this is something that you definitely want in your bar. It's very complex, it offers a lot of flavors. Um, If you could find it for retail, this is a solid purchase. Or if you could just find it, period. Okay, is it allocated? Yeah. Uh, pretty 
much. You don't see it all the time, no. And if you do see it, they probably mark it up. I, I'll tell you what I got for it the after. Oh, you could have poured yourself. I had this a couple of weeks ago. Maybe a month ago. And I was highly impressed. Because <laughs> it opened up a little bit. Because when I first opened, and I'm like, what's the hype all about? So, any uh, mm -hmm. Murray Hill Club fans out there? Listeners? Oh. Leather. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Leather. Actually, what's funny about this, uh, the Joseph Cigar Blend is a highly sought-after product. I, I don't know about Murray Hill Club. I know it's hard to find, and it's usually allocated. But I went to a bar the other day and had the Joseph Magnus, and I wasn't that impressed. I was like, I think I like the Murray Hill better. And one thing that I did like about this, we haven't went on for went for a sip yet, was the mouthfeel of this. Man, nose, viscous. This nose is fantastic. Not a hint of alcohol burn at 51%. Yeah. 103? Oh my gosh. I'm getting... What does this cost? Uh, retail. Uh, retail is <clears throat> 95 and I think I paid... 115 to 120, something like okay. that. Okay. So not horrible. Uh, it smells so good, though. <sighs> Caramel. Not you a get... typical bourbon. This is different. This is slightly different than... You get, like you said, that leather. And then when you get further in there, you get that... You can smell some of that 18-year-old. I don't know how much is in there, but it's... Kind of oaky from the nose. Or dusty smelling. Tell you, some, <sighs> of the, some of the best bourbons I've had that you've brought over have been blends. Mm. Oh, this nose. Sweetness. <clears throat> Hence, I knew there was going to be a theme because I knew cause deep. There's, it's deep, <laughs> and it's also got some, uh, yeah, subtle, like very subtle notes that I, I can't put my finger on. Yeah, see, this is my plan all along, people. I got to get closer to the mic to this one. I got so tired of hearing about that old El. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but that was my game plan was to show him there's other blends too, which. It's funny. This is MGP. Nancy Fraley blended this. Can't remember the master distiller for Old Elk, but he used to work for MGP. So it was a trend going on here, I think, even though you haven't tasted it yet. And I also brought a bonus bottle for us to record because it's in the same line. Oh. Because I couldn't, I couldn't pass it up. Okay. All right, I'm going to go in for a sip. Wow, I know what you. I see what you mean about the mouthfeel. Yeah, different. Yeah, it's crazy, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
it's light surprisingly light and especially at 51 percent i mean you look at the color you smell it you think you're going to be in for a punch in the mouth but no and you would think this would be like 41 percent 40 percent yeah it's like the way this so there's no burn at all this nose is just so like you said like the description mm. i mean the complexity they weren't lying about that at all like the nose is still hard to pick up what i can get from it because so many things different things are going on and then on the finish i do get some tobacco ish and some creme brulee it's crazy man you know what kind of reminds me of a little bit um is you've had it really really good moonshine oh you know how that's like it's like water mm-hmm i, you know? I don't know if that like uh the the mouthfeel mm-hmm i wonder if the light whiskey had something to do with yeah, that yeah i wonder if that's wonder if this is probably is it primarily the light whiskey and then there's a little bit of 11 and a little bit of 18 in there just to give it some yeah i don't know the percentage I, I need to find that out. That would have been a good thing to do <laughs> before reviewing it. But mm. it's a work of art, I tell you. Really good. No water needed. No, not for this. This no. is just. And I will say the next one as a bonus video subtle. that we're going to do. You probably won't need water for that one either. Very subtle. There's there's a lot going on in the nose compared to the flavor profile it's a great sniffer man Nancy Fraley thank you she's amazing I mean uh, the things that she goes through I, I didn't know that it could be so daunting being a bastard taster because she says that on a good day like 200 samples a day obviously she's spitting them out but and she was like and that's at cash strength most of the time mm -hmm. i'm like my tongue would be fried <laughs> maybe she takes a really tiny sip must even that though but having this you know made me want to go to j henry because she has helped them with some stuff they're not blending, you know, 18, 11-year stuff. Most of their stuff is five. But we went there and it was some, they had some good stuff there. I just love that bottle. And the color. I just love everything about Marie Hill Club. The alcohol is amazing in this. It's like, it's so fine and the, by the way it's not this is batch number um 25 <clears throat> sorry don i didn't want to cut across you Yeah. 
This is just a pure pleasure to drink at this strength, too. Yeah. So if you could find Murray Hill Club in your area, don't don't pass it up. Because I, I never had Joseph Magnus, like the standard. And then I was like, man, that's a lot for a bottle, and I really don't know too much about it. And then people started jumping on the cigar blend. And everyone raved about that, and then people were raving about um, Murray Hill Club special release. And I can't remember, I think that's Finnish and Cognac and all other stuff. And that's like a 200 some dollar bottle. And I've been passing up Murray Hill Club for a while now. I'll see one bottle at a liquor store for like $99.99. I was like, oh, okay, 100 bucks. That's not bad. And I was like, well, is it any good? I hear good things about the special release, but not the standard Murray Hill Club. And then two months later, go to that same liquor store. Now it's 140 or something. And I'm like, okay. And two months later, I go back, the bottle's gone. And then they put another one up there, like two weeks later, and then that bottle's gone. And I'm like, dang it. I lost my chance. So I go to another liquor store, and it's in a case, and they got it for 115 And I'm like, well, I'm not going to pass it up because it seems like it must be good. So I just I just got it. And then wasn't... When I first, like I told you earlier, or like I said earlier, I wasn't impressed with it when I first opened it. And I'm like, hmm, hmm I think I just wasted my money. And then after... Yeah, because if, if there was less nose on this, and you just go on by what the flavor profile yeah. is, it'd be like, ah, mm-hmm. it's kind of nothing there. Yeah. But now I'm happy with it. It's really good. I like that. It's like soft. It's like, you know how you taste soft water mm-hmm. compared to hard water? Yeah. It's like... It's like that. That mouthfeel. Yeah. Yeah. Super soft. Yep. Mm. Wow. Oh. Good, good, good. Yes. It's quality. Definitely. I, it's I quality. In my personal opinion, I don't think it's better than the Affinity Blend, but it's it's mm-hmm. up there with it. Mm-hmm. It is close. It's close. But I think the best blend of all, in my opinion, is about what will be the bonus bottle. Finny, Infinity Blend goes on forever. No, it does. <laughs> That's why it's called Infinity. <laughs> They're about to come out with a new one soon. Do they do, they do that every year or just ever so first often? Year, last year was the first year that they did it. Oh, so it's brand new. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ah. So what do you think? Well, it's, I'm going to say, for rating, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Because the nose is, the nose alone. Mm Mm-hmm. Is a 90. 
straight up 90. I mean, it's right in that range. It's so good. But <clears throat> I was expecting a body to go along with it. It's different. It's just different. I'm. I don't know. It's. Yeah. I don't. It's hard to compare because there's nothing like this that I've had. So I'm gonna say 87. I was gonna say 87 and a half. Yeah. Now, if this didn't have the nose at all, you smell it and it smells like vodka. It'd be like an 80. Because <laughs> it'd be like a vodka, almost. I'm thinking that it's going to be one of these bottles that keeps on changing once it gets lower. I can, I'm picking up on the uh, light alcohol. Mm-hmm. The light whiskey, I mean. Yeah. I, I'm, for, I'm pretty sure if that was the... Um, lesser age one mm-hmm. that that probably has more I'm thinking because mm-hmm. it makes sense that we can smell the 11 and the 18 and not then, taste it yeah. not taste it as much mm-hmm. just hints of it that's what that's probably what's throwing me so much is you smell it and you think you're going to get that 18 year old bourbon yeah and then you don't because <laughs> mm-hmm. you can smell the leather like you were saying yeah. like the oakiness oh yeah it's all there. But still a good bottle. Yeah, definitely. 87 is a good score. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's... It's pure quality. Mm-hmm. Just a high-quality product right here. Okay. Murray Hill Club. Take a swig of water by Joseph Magnus out of Holland, Michigan. That's there. Who? Where else is? Uh, who else from Holland is producing stuff? Was it uh, New Holland Brewery? Are they producing like a whiskey? Yeah, they yeah they do whiskey. And yeah, like I never had and stuff. it. Yeah, <clears throat> my old stomping grounds. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice to go there. <laughs> I will love it. Yeah, it's a nice town. So how are we going to do this bonus footage? How, how much time do we have left? Do we uh, have let me pause it. Yeah, let me let me stop it and then we'll... Yeah, we got to be safe. We don't want to get cut off like we always do. Right. Yeah, Okay. Calling it a wrap at this point, and we'll see you on the next show. And we're back. And we're back. Brought to you from Grangerstone. <laughs> Grangerstone. The smoothest, the lightest, <laughs> the most purifying scotch on the planet. In fact, they have 600 reviews. 600? Yeah. At, at uh, Total Wine. So many you know, anonymous five stars, too. Oh, my gosh. So many. Who are those five-star people I want to know? I want to meet them. Can't be right. Can't Smooth. be right. So, uh, as we mentioned at the end of yeah. our episode, we have a little you got bonus uh, treat for you guys. And um, right now, I'm trying to... Oh, 
I found it. <laughs> so, um, actually, you know what's funny about this? While we were taking our break before the recording of this bonus, you know, we reviewed the Murray Hill Club, which is blended, which Dylan liked the blended. He gave it a 87. Um, spoiler alert if you haven't listened to the previous episode. But this whole time that we've been doing this podcast, he's been on a Old Elk Affinity Blend. He loves it. And you want to know that we actually found one during our break. Yeah. <laughs> and L. Dillon actually owns a bottle. Who, yeah. who would have thought? It was just sitting on the shelf after yep. all this time. At MSRP. Yeah. So, better yet, like I said, the story of, you know, the Joseph Magnus MGP source. Nancy Freely blended it. The old Elf Affinity Blend. Um, I know the guy... I think his first name is Greg. He's a master distiller. He formerly Metz. worked Metz. Metz. Yeah, Greg Metz. Yes. He used to work for MGP. And MGP has their own line called the Remus Repeal Reserve. You used to be able to find it on shelves, but now that's allocated too. And right now, at this point of this recording, we're on six. But Dylan has not tried last year's, and um, I haven't been able to get my hands on six and haven't heard too many good things about the six because it's younger whiskey in that blend, and it's higher price. So even if I was able to get it, I would have passed. So today I bring to you the Remus Repeal 5 mm. MGP blend. Now, when you say MGP has a, a version, this of their is their own, own line. Their own line of their stuff. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. MGP's own line. Okay. So, but so when, I think this, think when I look up this, when I look up this, is one of the best because they, you know, they supply to so many people. I don't know. You it's think your, it's your opinion. Bottle, in barrels. my opinion, I think it's. I don't know. I haven't had this in a while. I've been sitting on this bottle for a while now, and, you know, I haven't really cracked into it that much. But it's funny. When you look up information about this, it says... I appreciate what they do on the label here. Yeah. Yep. So, I'm about to give you the details. Um, So, this came out last year around September. And it's funny. Even though it's MGP and all that stuff, they said the company is Lux Co. But... I always thought that it was a MGP type of thing. I I don't know. I'm kind of confused at this point. Did you say Luxco was out of Kentucky? Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's weird because it says yeah, but Indiana. It's, yeah. <laughs> I I don't know what that means, but maybe they're a conglomerate. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I'm going to give you the mash bill. So nine percent of that blend is a 2005 bourbon. So if you calculate that. 2005 to 2021, you know, just put your math together. And that's, it's probably on the bottle, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, you could just read right me off the, you could read me off the okay. facts. Let me, let me give it to you. 9%, 2005 bourbon, 21% rye. Okay. 5%, 2006 bourbon, 36% rye. 19%, 2006 bourbon, 21% rye. 
2008 bourbon, 21% rye, 54% 2008 bourbon, 36% rye. So this would be considered a high rye bourbon. Yeah, all of them. Because they're, they're all like 21 to 36%. Yeah, and they're all high age at this point. Yeah. 2005, and this was, a 2006. This was uh, blended in 2001. And so, yeah, going back to 2005, mm-hmm. we're talking. But it's only 9% for the 2005, but still, it's got some. Yeah. And the highest one is a 2008. It's two 2008 bourbons in there. Mm-hmm. So. That's yeah. really cool that they do that. Mm-hmm. Very cool. That is a subtle art right there. Blending five different also bourbons have a, together. I have a three, too. So only my whole time buying the Remus thing, my first purchase was the three. And then... The four, I heard so many mixed reviews about it, and then I heard that it was really great, so I skipped it. <laughs> and then I, when I heard that it was really great, I just didn't get a bottle of it. And then, of course, I couldn't find it. So five, five was the one that I got, and that was 2021's, a lot of people's 2021 whiskey of the year like in their top 10 okay so wow how long have you had this bottle uh probably since september oh like of 2021 oh i was gonna say you've been been enjoying it see that's the thing oh yeah mgp all the way Mm. i know what you're talking about now when you say that MGP. mgp knows yeah I am, I am, this is MGP. If you want to smell what we're talking about when we, we say MGP knows, I wonder if there's this a, one has the most of it. Yeah. Cause it's all MGP. <laughs> it's strictly MGP. Oh yeah. I mean, most of when people source is all MGP, but it's a different thing when you know that it's their brand and now I, I will say that the best thing that I like out of MGP are the blends and their rise. Their rise are up there. Like New Riff. New Riff. All the New Riff. That's MGP. That's MGP? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just name stuff and it's probably MGP. <laughs> they source for a lot of people. Do they do other things other than whiskey? Like that... uh, gin and... That I can't say. I, I think they do. Wow. I'm telling you. This right? has got that MGP in smell. My, in my personal opinion. Nailed down. This is pure this is, MGP smell. In my opinion, I think this is going to kick Affinity Blends. But I think it's close. Huh. But it's close. But I think Raymond's five is better. I wish we could go back. We should have listened to that episode to see what we rated Infinity Blend, but we never rated it because it was just a first quarter. Uh, yeah, pop. we. But you always bring it up. Yeah. You're like, if we, I, you, you always say the same thing. I know we don't rate these, but if you were to rate, <laughs> yeah, 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 you have to. 
You have to. Oh, gosh. I like this nose better than the Magnus. My opinion. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And I know this by smelling this. When I taste this, it's going to be like salted caramels. I mean, <laughs> maybe I don't know. Maybe be, I don't know. It's don't gonna know, really be. Man, tell me, man. Come full on, man. bodied. Come on, man. And not gonna me. be like this. Come on, man. Tell me what it is, man. Solid caramel, man. Tell me, man. I don't know yet, man. I ain't drinking yet. Oh no. Oh, he's back. <laughs> Calvin's back. Calvin's back. <laughs> Come on, man. Finny blend. Blend, blend. I don't care, man. What it is, man. Long take, good, man. Shoot. <laughs> Man, it's man. That sure does smell good. Yeah, yeah. All right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Plus. That's that's a plus. That's up there. Oh Ooh. yeah. That coats. That is full uh. full flavor. That finish is still going. Oh, yeah. Well, I already know my reading. <laughs> uh, I can tell you, it is not better than the Infinity. Oh, Dylan, don't you do this. <laughs> I can tell. You know, hey, you know what, he, I hey, was, hey, you I know what he's trying to do? It. I would admit it. I know what he's trying to do. He, we're going to have to do a comparison upstairs. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> And then we're going to have to give that to another episode. And I'm going to remember. I'm telling you. And we're going to do it blind. Our wives are back home. <laughs> and we're going to get them to pour it blind. Well, I'm going to know which is which. No, Dylan, come on. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's not do this here. This knows. <laughs> no, 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 no. This... No, we're doing this blind. No, 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 no. Next episode, we're going to tell you what he picked. We're going to tell you what he picked. <laughs> Because the bottle is not that as low as the old uh, the old yeah, elk Infinity Blend brand new cork bottle. Uh, yeah, but he's gonna use that to an excuse. No, we're gonna let it sit. We're gonna let both of them sit for a while. For a while. Because this is gonna be a quick review. Because you gotta make some tea. Yeah, I gotta make some tea. We're just going to not tell them what that's all about? <laughs> no, no. We're going to keep them guessing. We told them next episode. Yeah, keep them guessing. After, after we find out about this Remus 5 versus Old Elk. All right. Okay. Well. let's. This, this is going to be a quick this, bonus this video. This makes 100% sense that this is MGP's offering mm-hmm. for, you know, what they... But although it doesn't say... MGP. It says, it says it's distilled by G. Remus Distilling Company. Remus is their brand. MGP's brand. Yeah. So it's like a company within a company, mm-hmm. sort of thing. So what you? I I mean I know you haven't had a lot of time with this. <sighs> what percentage is this? Fifty? One hundred. Yeah. One hundred proof. Well, 50%, like you said, yeah, not 100%, yeah. but... <laughs> I know what you meant. 
Well, I'd have to say it's like a 90 or 91. Okay. Right in there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give these people physical proof. Hopefully my wife doesn't call me out. I call her right quick. I'm right with you. I'm, I'm going to give a solid 93. 93. 93. Hey, babe, we're going to be up. Dylan's going to make the tea. So same as Grangestone. <laughs> no. They got a 93. No, 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 no. Dylan swears that he could tell Remus 5 from Infinity Blend, which I know he's not going to be able to do. So I want you. He's not going to say it like he's going to be able to tell. But we're going to do a, a, a blind between the two to see which one he likes better. Okay. Okay. Well, that was. And he's going to make the tea, he says. Unless Char's already gone. No, Char's here. Okay. He's making the tea. See ya. And he's about to sip it later on, too, after he pissed the Remus 5 over the old Infinity. We are recording or what? Yeah, we're still recording. So whatever you say is hold against you. Or held against you. Both. Both. Bye. <clears throat> what What makes you think that they're so similar? They're close. Trust me. Oh. They're blended. They're both blended. Well, now you're just making me second guess myself because... Oh, no, 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 sir. Because... No. Oh, no, 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 no. Because... <laughs> It's been so long. Oh my god. The reason why I picked this <laughs> because you liked Affinity Blend. And I this never is thought really close. Before this episode, I never thought that we were gonna be out in the wild later on during a break and actually find one. Mm-hmm. And I was kicking myself in the foot because I didn't bring my bottle of Infinity Blend, then we happened to find one. Cause Greg Metz used to Work for MGP. This is an MGP blended product, and then he blended his own product. You think he was trying to do something like this? I don't know. I don't know. I am picking up on a little bit of a saltiness. I you like say it. salted caramel. Yeah. Well, Dylan's between 90 and 91. I said 93 for me. Yeah, really good. And the really. next episode that we'll do, we're gonna let everybody. I'm, I'm know. gonna I'm gonna drop another bonus. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop another bonus that everyone's looking for. Even though I have the low end, but me and Dylan usually record two episodes in two weeks or whatever it is. But you guys will hear about this outcome. What's gonna happen? Yeah. Off ep. Off air. This is going to be behind the scenes stuff right here. It's a walk in the park. Oh, <laughs> a walk in the park. Yeah. I might even... Ah, oh, man. I know this is this is just so distinctive. But, now you got me second guessing myself. Yeah. So Blinds know. are different, man. Blinds are different. All right. Let's make that tea. That's okay. the end of the episode, baby. All right. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs>
Let's Thanks, make Joel. that. Let's make that tea. That's the end of this episode, baby.